Welcome to the Pro AV Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Here to talk about collaborative technology, the importance of design and the user experience, and the unique origins of his company is Paul Sprague, Director of Sales Engineering at Alblong Industries. We're also going to talk about some of the downfalls that occur when technology is not efficiently used and why getting new user adoption is such a hurdle in the industry. How you doing, Paul? Great. Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks for joining us. So, Paul, I got to I got to just start. This is probably going to be one of the weirdest starts uh, I've ever done to one of these. But uh you you're somehow tied to one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Minority Report. Tom Cruise's Minority Report. Can you uh can you explain to our audience why I'm why I sound like a lunatic right now? <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I uh so I'm a director of sales engineering at, at Oblong Industries and uh uh, Oblong has a kind of unique history in that the, the company, our CEO and founder, was a science advisor for Minority Report. Uh, so he created kind of the, the vision and the direction for what the world was going to look like in 2050. And, and from the movie, you're probably familiar with kind of the, the glove-based system that Tom Cruise uses to solve crimes and that sort of thing. Um, that's very, very tightly related to kind of where Oblong started as a company. And uh, and how our current you know platform has uh, has evolved and migrated into a uh, you know, content platform, and that's a perfect segue into one of my first questions, which just to, to kind of give people uh, some some context and, and a good idea of what Oblong is all about. Can you tell us about uh you know something in, in particular? It could be a, a initiative or or a specific product, but what do you think is a good example? Something that exemplifies the progress and, and innovation we're seeing in the industry right now? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I mean, what we're really we're really focused on at Oblong is is kind of the content side of of conferencing. Um, you know, you're you're familiar with you know, audio conferencing and video conferencing and being able to see people on the other end of a call. Um, you know, WebEx and GoToMeeting had kind of a, a web conferencing uh, perspective. We're really focused on the content side of those types of calls. So, so where we, where we focus is being able to connect multiple teams, multiple people together and be able to say, see lots of amount, lots of, uh, streams of content, be it laptop feeds or, uh, you know, dashboards or video streams or any sort of content and data coming into the, uh, into the meeting. So it aligns with a lot of really interesting you know, industry trends, including, uh, you have your, 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 uh, big data types of trends and being able to kind of manage and, and see all of the data that's flowing at us uh, constantly throughout the day. Um, we're also aligned in, in, with uh, the, the trend in the collaboration space of kind of moving, movement towards uh, like persistent chat apps and stuff like that. Uh, we have a pretty good partnership with Cisco and uh, Cisco's WebEx Teams app and some of, the, some of those, um, those platforms as well. So it, you know, it's, there's a lot going on in the collaboration space for sure, and um, and we really see us as as being at the, at the forefront of that content and data side. Do you think this is just uh, you know specifically the the push to towards collaboration? Do you think this is just something that technology now allows? You know, with with how much more connected we are. Do you think this was always a demand, or do you think this is a a, a genuine new you know way we're writing right now? Yeah, well, I mean, I think collaboration is one of those terms that kind of means a lot of different things to different people. Um, you could put just a, a simple phone call under this, the the branch of of uh, collaboration, and when you see where you see where that technology has all come from, it's you know we've been doing uh, you know, audio and video conferencing for quite a long time. Um, it even came around you know, or even as early as like the '80s and that time frame. Um, and in the corporate environment, kind of a, a pervasive video conferencing. We've seen that for the last several years, for sure. Um, but one of the things that I think a lot of people 
kind of struggle with with video conferencing as it is today is that only one person is really capable of sharing any content. Um, so you can jump on a video call and you can see the people on the other end, which is fantastic. You know, you can get facial expressions and body language and all sorts of good, rich uh, stuff from that technology. But then in order to get into actually any actual uh, data or content or, or presentations or anything like that, it's really one person has the, the control. Um, you know, you look at WebEx and kind of the idea of passing the ball back and forth, right? Um, where where we've you know kind of see that going is that the technology now has evolved and has expanded and is now capable you know to your point that we can allow multiple people to do that. Um, it's not we don't really need to be restricted to one person sharing um, and kind of stopping the meeting in order for another a second or third person to contribute and uh, and bring something into that meeting. So um, yeah, I think it's a matter of kind of you know, the, the the Moore's law and the the um, the, the evolution of technology in that um, we're now at the place where we can we can offer these types of uh, these types of meetings, these types of constant content rich meetings where anyone can uh, can contrib contribute data into the session for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I I think that's, that's super exciting. And uh, you know, as we're talking about collaboration, I gotta imagine one of the the biggest obstacles or, or hurdles in your industry is getting users to adopt and and see the value in new tools, right? Because I think uh, with with how turbulent and how much change we see in, in, in this industry, I think sometimes people are, are hesitant to adopt new things, right? So what what do you think companies, what do you think this is their best bet in trying to make something uh, feel more tangible and necessary? Yeah, absolutely. Well, my background, I came from, I came from the world of Cisco, um, might be apparent at this point, but uh, so I'm very, I was, you know, selling voice and video conferencing systems at, at Cisco and kind of the Cisco partner community as well. And, you know, it was even a, even a challenge there for, for collaboration companies and just kind of getting people to use video instead of audio, um, use the new tools that are, that roll in, even getting a new phone on your desk can be, can be somewhat intimidating, right? So any, two, any new technology is going to be, uh, going to come with challenges like adoption and like uh, you know, like using something new. Um, what we what we do at, at Oblong for sure is that we have uh, you know a, a very robust kind of customer success team. Um, nothing unique uh, in the industry certainly, but but it's important, right? You know, make sure that our customers and our end users have the the tools they need to understand what the technology is all about, how to use it, um, what they can do in the rooms, what the technology allows and kind of is capable of and what it allows them to do that's different than, uh, than what's already out there today. Um, so it, it's, and you see this across the industry, it's, you know, it's important for all collaboration tools. One of the nice things that we are, uh, you know, uh, uh, lucky enough to, to have is that, you know, that background of, of coming from the minority report story, as you brought up at the beginning, and uh, kind of the ideas of gestural control is very exciting from a kind of a, a use perspective. You know, pick up a, a, a remote that allows you to actually manipulate stuff on the screens and actually interact with technology in a new way is super exciting and super, um, you know, kind of fun to use. It kind of makes it, in, turns it into a, uh, into a game in some ways. And so we have that kind of, uh, kind of fun aspect as well in our, in our rooms in that um, the, the, the primary way to kind of manage and move the content around the screens is a gestural, we call it the wand, uh, right? So it's a gestural control device where I can move any of that content that I'm looking at all around the room um, right within the palm of my hand. So, so that really helps, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a flashy kind of way for people to adopt and people to, to really start engaging with the rooms as well. Right. And I think there, there might've been a time, you know, where these kind of efforts, you know, the, the creative and, and 
focus on on user experience and, and engagement might have not you know had the right focus or or, or felt as uh, necessary or important. Mm-hmm. But I think where where we are today, especially which obviously the the market is is very saturated and and you know you need new ways to stand out. But outside of that, I think generally, you know, consumers are more nuanced and they do want something that not only does what it's supposed to do, but it also feels good to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I think a lot of people think that there's kind of a silver silver bullet answer to this question, which is, oh, you need a touch screen. Like that's the that's the way that it's that it's easy to do. And you see you see that in the marketplace. You know, you see Microsoft and and Cisco and Google and all sorts of different players um, with with digital whiteboards and touch screen devices. Um, and there's certainly element of that where it's it's just really easy to kind of walk up and, and start touching the screen to use it. Um, I kind of, I kind of imagine that that's that's a, a pendulum that's kind of swinging, right? And that's that's the a, a lot of the momentum in the industry is all moving towards, you know, touchscreens, digital whiteboards, and that's the answer. That's the the all the, the be all end all solution. But in reality, when you really look at kind of the workflow of a typical meeting and what actually happens in kind of day to day work, um, touch has a really really good fit in some meetings and not so much of a fit in others. So we kind of we kind of take a, a middle ground approach where we can integrate with things like the Cisco WebEx board. Um, we can integrate with the, the Microsoft Surface Hub and those touch screens for kind of doing annotations and, and drawings and whiteboarding on the on the touch interface. And then the rest of the screens in the room can be can be uh, used for kind of screen sharing and using the tools that people are already familiar with, which is their you know, their laptop devices um, or maybe mobile device. You know, interact that way on those tools that they already have. Um, so you bring in the bring bring your work into the room, share your screen, and now you're actually in the the device that you're using throughout the day. Yeah, and I think that's a another you know you keep setting me up for these great segues, but you know I think one of the one of the other issues we're seeing is you know sometimes an over enthusiasm for tech you know and like you're you're talking about a, a touch screens I think that's a good example you know sometimes leads people into using it in a lackluster way or and even an erroneous way. So why do you think this happens in, in this space that's supposed to be, you know, so in the moment and, and, and in sync with trends? Why do you think this is happening? Yeah, no, that's a really good question for sure. I mean, I think that people are going to use technology, how they uh, see the most value out of it. You know, it's uh, I work a lot with like our design team and a product team. And, and it's one of those uh, design aspects where you design something one way and then people are going to use it for whatever um, makes the most sense to them. Um, we listen very, very closely to our customers about how they're using our systems to kind of uh, take advantage of it in different ways. Every one of our customers has a slightly different kind of use case and, and way that they use the technology. Um, and so you just got to, thats it, I think it just kind of comes to the territory that people are going to use it in some ways that you have in mind for them, in some ways that you had no idea, you, had, you, you never really ever imagined or, or ever seen that they could possibly use it that way. Um, and that's great. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about people working better together. And so if the technology, um, you know, technology should, should support that in whatever way it can. And um, it doesn't have to be kind of a, a one size fits all or a uh, you must use it this way. It should be a bit flexible to uh, to have some of these wants to uh, wants to use it. Yeah, no, and I, and I couldn't agree more. Right. And I think when you see the 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 ones that do succeed, it's because that focus was clearly there from from the beginning. Mm-hmm. With 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 how much stuff is out there, like just this rigidness is not going to work. Right, right, and it's all about it's all about just enabling people and helping them, um, helping users find the right path and find the, the kind of easiest way to get started. One one of our biggest 
initiatives at Oblong, kind of one of our one of our focus uh, teams of the company, is is getting to that point where any any new person can walk in our case a mezzanine room can walk into a mezzanine room uh, and you know within the first five minutes or maybe it's even even less maybe it's thirty seconds or a minute can walk in get going get started um, get their content up on the screen start meeting and really have have very little friction. Um, to be completely transparent, we've had in the past, we've had a little bit of issues with that. So um, we've gotten a lot better from where we were kind of in the early days of the company. You can probably say that about any any company or any technology. I think you should, um, and should it's a be major focus for us now. Say it again. I was gonna say, I think you should be able to, right? If if you're not, if you can't say that, you're that's right. <laughs> you're either you either like we're one in a million and hit the jackpot, or or you're not growing. So right, totally, totally. Yeah, we're all moving in that direction, right? To make things easier, simpler, and then you know, once people can actually engage and start using it, that's when the the kind of unique uh, use cases and the, the unique uh, uh, applications come out come out of the woodwork because people start to kind of try different things and, and experiment and, and play with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right. So, uh, Paul, my last question for you is, uh, you know, what, what do you see on the horizon? What, what are you looking forward to and, and what are you not looking forward to in the, in, in the current market space? Well, one of the things that we're really, um, that I'm really excited about for what we're doing right now is that we have a, a, a growing uh, and a pretty strong already, but a growing partnership with, uh, with Cisco. So we've, we've integrated with Cisco's, uh, video conferencing platforms for a long time. Uh, and now we're kind of integrating with their, uh, you know, WebEx Teams app and the persistent chat clients, WebEx board and stuff like that. Um, I think there's a, for, you know, for us, particularly, you know, selfishly excited about the company. I'm excited about the possibilities there and kind of growing in that relationship and that, uh, that partnership. Um, in terms of the, the, the industry and kind of where the industry is going, I, I see that this idea of, hey, you know, video conferencing, that single stream of content isn't quite sufficient. I see that idea starting to catch on with a lot of other companies. Um, you see other, other players starting to experiment with kind of different ways that they could do multiple streams of content. Um, and what excites me about that is it's it's the kind of rising tides raises all ships type of idea where it's something that we've been doing from the beginning um, and we're fully invested in. We we believe that this is the you know, kind of next phase and the next the next rise of uh, of the way that people are going to work and um, seeing these other players starting to adopt the same mentality and, and experiment with the same types of ideas um, is just really exciting to me that, that we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot more adoption of it in the future. Yeah, I, and I couldn't agree more. Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I appreciate your time immensely. That was great. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to articles, podcasts, and video content for your favorite industries. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Have a good day.